The Plumley Pod, episode 47. Prepare to lift the lid on all things education, not indoctrination. Your voice of reason for home education. The Plumley Pod. Hello and welcome to The Plumley Pod. I'm your host, Sarah Plumley. And I've titled this one Lying Scum Media. Bet you can't guess what's rattled my cage this week. Well, it isn't just one thing, it's lots of things. But I simply had to jump on when I read this several minutes ago. I literally am doing this on the fly because I'm so outraged at what I am reading. Before I launch into it, though, let me tell you what's coming up. I'm, of course, going to be talking about Marvelous Marvin. Cannot wait to share what he's been up to in Germany. He's the German engineer who has won his quote-unquote mask case in Hamburg, Germany. Cannot wait to tell you about that. We told you so. We told you so. I'm going to share with you a CDC study, which I read in May of 2020, about masks. Yep, May 2020. I shared it with everybody. Nobody would read it. Even the people you look up to and respect in the alt community, in the truth community, I said that to so many people who flagrantly ignored it. They didn't read it. They didn't reply. I wonder why. You'll certainly know by the time I finished explaining it to you. The theme of this one is dishonesty. People are so despicably dishonest now. And it's one thing being dishonest with me, dishonest with their wives, their girlfriends, their children, their mother, their father, being dishonest in business. But worst of all, being dishonest with yourself. These creatures, who we're going to be talking about shortly, cannot even be honest with themselves. How pathetic. If you can't be honest with yourself, you're not a man. If you cannot be honest with yourself, you are not a woman. And at this stage, if you think died suddenly and unexpectedly is anything other than a vaccine death, you are dishonest. You are being dishonest with yourself. Shame on you absolute shame on you. I hope you burn in hell. I'm probably not supposed to say that, but that's how I feel. I am so sick of you. Unbelievably dishonest. There is so much evidence out there now. There was evidence in 2020 what was going to happen, but now it's everywhere and you just lie to yourself and then you lie and lie some more. So you can probably hear that I'm slightly irked. Allow me to cut straight to it. A guy called Paul Catamol who was apparently in the S Club 7 pop band in the 90s and the noughties, it's alleged he died of natural causes. He's 46. He's 46. And here's the, I can't believe I'm going to read this on my own podcast, BBC Scum Media article. Absolutely. I can barely touch the phone that I'm reading it off because I feel gross for even going there. But I have to use MSM articles because otherwise you're a conspiracy theorist. So, Here it is from a mainstream MSM scumbag media article. S Club 7 star Paul Catamol died of natural causes, according to a coroner's report. The 46-year-old was found dead in his home in Dorset on 6th of April, weeks after announcing he was rejoining the pop band. A spokesperson from Dorset Coroner's Office told the BBC that due to the nature of his death, there would be no inquest. Catamol was due to embark on a UK tour with the band later this year. It has since been announced that the 11th date tour will still go ahead, but band member Hannah Spirit will not be taking part. 
Speaking to the Sun, Spirit, who was in a relationship with Catamol for several years, said she couldn't stop crying since hearing the news. Ahead of the tour to celebrate their 25th anniversary, the band has rebranded as S Club. S Club 7 were one of the UK's biggest pop bands of the late 90s and early 2000s. Their biggest hits were Reach, Don't Stop Moving and S Club Party, with the band earning 11 UK top 10 singles and four number ones. They sold more than 10 million albums worldwide and won two Brit Awards. Catamol left the group in 2002. I'm just going to cut here. There's a bit of extra info about what he was doing with another band, blah, blah, blah. It's not relevant to what I say next. After Catamol's death was announced, back reading now. After Catamol's death was announced, S Club posted on Twitter, we're truly devastated by the passing of our brother Paul. There are no words to describe the deep sadness and loss we all feel. We were so lucky to have had him in our lives and are thankful for the amazing memories we have. He will be so deeply missed by each and every one of us. Goodness me, I hope when I die, someone says something truthful about me. She was a cantankerous old cow. Yeah, please, somebody tell the truth in mine. I can't bear this. Anyway, so that's it. That's the end of the article. The BBC fake scum news media article ends there. All right, and I'll put a link to this article so you can see that I'm not making it up. It then says, right underneath, he'll be so deeply missed by each and every one of us. Here's what it says. If someone dies of natural causes, they die because they are ill or old rather than because of an accident or violence. Excuse me? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. If someone dies of natural causes, they die because they are ill or old. Hang on a minute. 46. Is that old? What's the average age of death for men in Britain? Is it 81, 82 years old? This guy was 46. So can we rule out old or are we too dishonest even for that? Hmm? Which is it to be? Can we rule that out? I should certainly hope so. So, if someone dies of natural causes, they die because they are ill then, because we've already ruled out old, right? If you die because you're ill, that illness will have a name, like cancer, for example. Mr. So-and-so died of cancer. It doesn't say Mr. So-and-so died of natural causes, does it? No, it doesn't. They say it's cancer, or a brain hemorrhage, a brain tumour, a heart attack or some other condition, right? How can the BBC write that? The fake scum news media, what do you call it? I was going to say journalist, but that is just so unfair on the true journalist, isn't it? Journalier or prostitute, take your pick. We'll go for journalier because I'm trying to keep it clean. The thing, the journalier is called Annabelle Rackham. You silly, silly moose. If someone dies of natural causes, they die because they are ill or old rather than because of an accident or violence. I wouldn't accept that if it was news round. How old, how stupid, do they think their readers are, mind you, judging by the COVID-1984 scam? Very frickin' stupid, I would say. Can you see what they're doing? Can you see? They're changing their, oh, died of natural causes. No, natural causes is when you're 89, 90 to 94 or whatever, really, really in advanced years, and several things perhaps pack up in your body at once. Even then, one of those things will have killed you more than the others. I appreciate that it might not be fiscally sensible to cut everybody open and absolutely decide the precise reason why everybody died. I think most people will say, look, my lovely gran, she lived to 94. She died basically of what we would call old age. Old age is natural causes. And now they're trying to muddy the pitch, aren't they? They're trying to muddy the waters or queer the pitch. I mixed my metaphors there. Apologies. I'm so angry. To me, it's so obvious what they're doing here. But to all those sheepletards out there still sucking it up, it's just a, they're just tweaking the meaning of commonly used phrases in our language and nobody gives one about it. 
absolutely disgusting, despicable scum media. He's dropped dead at 46 when he was supposed to be returning on tour this summer. It's the vaccine. I don't need to cut him open to tell you what that was. There's no other cause given except quote-unquote natural causes, which it clearly cannot be unless you change the definition of natural causes, which is what this BBC scum journalier is trying to do here, because they are ill. No, illnesses have names, lady. Oh my goodness, maybe I've misgendered it. Was I all right there? Annabelle Rackham, probably a woman, right? Are you allowed to say that anymore? Maybe it's a they-themer, I don't know. But anyway, if you're offended, good. I'll do it again. If someone dies of natural causes, they die because they are ill or old. You lie. And are you so stupid that you don't know that you are lying? Or are you so dishonest? Are you that dishonest with yourself? Are you that dishonest? I am unbelievably angry about this. Don't get me wrong, I was no S Club 7 fan. Certainly not. Probably shouldn't admit that I saw them at the MEN Arena in Manchester. Ugh. With my mother and my sister. Hopefully my brother didn't go. Poor him. Anyway, I don't remember much about it, but (laughs) they were not my kind of thing. But what I'm angry about is the dishonesty. And of course, I expect it from journal liars. I do. But it's the sheeple now. And even some of the people who claim they're awake, what, died suddenly and unexpectedly? Have you not figured out how it's being used so often? It's a euphemism for the vax killed them. You still don't get it. You really don't get that by now. You're a liar. And worst of all, you're lying to yourself. Have some respect. Have some self-respect. Have some dignity. Stop lying to yourself. You are the world's problem. You, because you're a liar and you lie to yourself. You lie to yourself first and then you lie to everybody else. And again, this is about individuals who are believing this ridiculous narrative that all of these suddenly and unexpectedly, all of these athletes, just go and look at the graphs. Look at the number of athletes who died in the last 50 years. And then look at the number of athletes that have died since the clot shot. What is wrong with you? Oh, we're following the science. Well, you're not now, are you? Goodness me. Absolutely outraging. I cannot believe this is still going on after all this time, that you still don't get it. You are so disgustingly dishonest. And worst of all, you're dishonest with yourself. Live with that. Live with it. Changing tack before I blow a gasket. I might die suddenly and unexpectedly, but that would actually be an aneurysm because I'm so freaking annoyed. And Marvelous Marvin. Marvelous Marvin. Marvin, I love you. I don't know you from Adam, but you are currently my favorite German. There's quite a few. I do love my Germans, but right now, Marvelous Marvin is the champion of the hour. And you know what? Not a single scum media person has done a job reporting this. And I bet you can't guess why. I bet you can't guess why. More dishonesty. But before I get back off on a negative one, here goes Marvelous Marvin. So this was April the 26th, 2023, April 26th. Today, the German engineer, Marvin Haberland, that's H-A-B-E-R-L-A-N-D, H-A-B-E-R-L-A-N-D, Marvin Haberland, uh, Berkeley University, won his mask case against the Hamburg government by questioning the scientificity of virology. Yet, he questioned virology. Because unfortunately for the lying lies of lies, i.e. the establishments all over the world, probably actually the same establishment if you dig deep enough, they've been claiming that they did controlled studies for quote-unquote the virus. They never did. They claimed that they've done all of this science. They never did. And this gentleman, this German engineer, has found them out. 
He's gone through German law, which says that if you make serious impingements on people's healthcare choices, that's mask wearing, vaccine mandates, social distancing, et cetera, et cetera, then you have to have followed, quote unquote, the scientific method. If you have not followed the scientific method and can prove that you have both followed it and the case is proven, scientifically speaking, then you cannot enforce any of these kinds of mandates. Now, as far as I can tell, Marvelous Marvin got nicked for refusing to wear a mask or not wearing a mask in a public place. He's got quite a few of these. He racked up a load of them, good on him, so that he could challenge them. Anyway, he's gone through the court himself and won his case. It says here, the court denied discovery and immediately ruled to close the case. So what happened was, instead of hearing the case, the judge closed it, just closed it and said, oh yeah, we're not finding you anymore. You can go now. We won't bother you. with." The judge apparently literally said to Marvelous Marvin, oh, I won't be bothering you again with this. And Marvin said, hang on a minute. Why not? Why aren't you making a judgment? Why aren't you, or where's the sentence? Why aren't you making a judgment? The courts are absolutely terrified of this getting out. This is the fourth case. Marvelous Marvin checked in on three other cases before his, very similar cases where they were using his strategy of argument. His strategy of argument is there are no control studies. Yeah, you heard that right for the COVID-1984. There are no control studies. They have not followed the scientific method. It was never followed. And therefore, you cannot, understandably in a country like Germany with its history, you can't be telling people what to do medically, can you? Look at what came out of Nuremberg with regard to medical experiments on people. Completely forbidden, no? Yeah, right. Where does that come from? Ah, Germany. And what have you just done to your population? Ah, the same thing again. And marvellous Marvin has found them out. Anyway, so that's four cases now. Marvin's and three others, three other people that he's in, he was in contact with, they've all won their cases in German courts and they have not been fined. Their fines are null and void. And the reason is because the virologists haven't done their job. They've been lying to you people. More dishonesty. Lies, 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 lies. Scientists, as in the scientists, the scientists of the science, not to denigrate the other real scientists, scientists who follow the religion of science, I should perhaps better say, lies, 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 and more lies. So well done to him. He's done an absolutely sterling job. I'll be sure to leave a link to some of that information. And he's helping more people. There are people piling in from all over Germany now saying, hey, I've got one of these fines. Can you help me get rid of it? Essentially, none of these fines are legal under Germany's own law. They're not legal. Why? Because they did not follow the scientific method. And I'm not going to read the whole stuff to you because I don't want to take up all of your time. For those who are really interested in this, I will leave some links for you in the description. But what a champion and how wonderful to hear about this and how sad that this has not been picked up. There's a handful of people in the alt media that have picked it up and fair play to them. Well done to them for getting the message out there. But it's disgusting, absolutely disgusting that there's nothing about this. Nothing from the journal liars at the BBC. What are you doing today, Miss, Mr or... Otherwise, Annabelle Rackham, hmm? Hmm? instead of making up lies, why don't you actually go and do some proper research for a change? This really irritates me because I never thought it would be my job to have to go around reading medical studies. Forgive me, but as a mathematics teacher, I've got my hands full. If you could see the state of mathematics education in the United Kingdom today, you would pity me. You really would pity me, even though I'm a cantankerous, mouthy, miserable cow you would still pity me because my job is extremely difficult. We are going through probably one of the worst periods in modern history for mathematics education. And it's not just mathematics, but I can speak about that 
with authority. Why? Because I'm a GCSE mathematics examiner. For those of you who don't know, every year I mark the GCSE papers. I've also been teaching for, I don't even know how long now, I always say over a decade, but I, I must be coming up on 15 years, if not there, already getting older and more cantankerous by the minute, it would seem. But yeah, I have enough to do. I really, really do. And yet when the fake news media and the, uh, I was going to call them, I'll just call them it, the fuckerman, closed the whole world down in March 2020, I thought, hang on a minute, I think I'd better take a look at this. A uh, cursory glance told me it was fake. And of course, I then, because everything was ruined, business, everything, I decided I would do a much deeper dive. And here's what I found. There's a lovely study here from the CDC. That's the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. It's volume 26, number five, May 2020. I read this in May 2020. And it's called Non-Pharmaceutical Measures for Pandemic Influenza in Non-Healthcare Settings, Personal Protective and Environmental Measures. Essentially, a bit of a mouthful, that, isn't it? But essentially, what they're doing is they're looking at all of the official pandemics in history. At that point, there were basically influenza ones. There had been three, according to the abstract, it says there were three influenza pandemics in the 20th century, and there has been one so far in the 21st century. So what this study, this meta-study, is a meta-analysis where they've drawn on all of the previous information available to them from all of the other points in history where something like this had happened, something relevant. And what they were trying to ascertain was whether it was worth issuing personal protective equipment or encouraging people to get their own personal protective equipment in the community. That's in the real world to you and me. So in hospitals, masks are worn for different reasons. Masks are not worn to stop the spread of infectious diseases in hospitals. That is a lie. That is made up branch covidianism that only came into practice in 2020. Prior to 2020, the reason some staff in hospitals wore masks was so that their dribble did not spill into an open wound on the operating table. I can't believe I'm having to explain this. I do apologise to the people who have done their homework. But as ever, we always are having to have a go at the people who haven't, aren't we? Something really sticks in a teacher's crawl, that one. It really does. Anyway, this study is looking to find out whether or not it's worth advising people to use personal protective equipment. That would be muzzles, fear muzzles, masks, whatever. Okay. Anyway, as I was reading this, I read the full study. I've read it several times now. As I was reading it, something struck me as though, you know, a fist in my face. And yes, I do know what that feels like. This paragraph here is unbelievable. I'm using this study because at the time there was no so-called COVID study, all right, because it was happening in real time. So the closest thing these people have got is the influenza virus. And isn't that curious? Because influenza virus disappeared, didn't it, for 2020 and 2021? Yeah, there was almost no flu deaths. (laughs) despite that accounting for many tens of thousands in all previous years since records began. Yeah, isn't that a funny coincidence that COVID-1984 wiped out the flu? No flu deaths in those years, isn't that funny? Yeah, if you believe that, you believe anything. Anyway, this study is talking about the influenza virus and precautions. And the idea is that an influenza virus particle, same or similar size to a COVID-19 particle, What's the betting that they are, in fact, if they even exist, the same particles? Anyway, I'll read it to you now, the little bit that's just show-stopping. Most influenza virus infections cause mild and self-limiting disease. Only a small fraction of case patients require hospitalization. Therefore, influenza virus infections spread mainly in the community. Influenza virus is believed to be transmitted predominantly by respiratory droplets. 
wait, what? Did you hear that? Put down the potatoes, stop peeling the potatoes. If it's later in the evening, put the wine glass down. Just let me say that again. Most influenza virus infections cause mild and self-limiting disease. Only a small fraction of case patients require hospitalization. Okay, fine. Therefore, influenza virus infections spread mainly in the community. Influenza virus is believed to be transmitted predominantly by respiratory droplets. Yeah, it's there, isn't it? Influenza virus is believed to be transmitted. So you don't know then? What do you mean it's believed to be transmitted predominantly by respiratory droplets? Haven't you proved that? If I stopped 20 people in the street, would they think that you scientists have proven that? I'm pretty damn sure that's what the sheep will think. You see, they think you've done something called the science. Hmm? And they certainly like to rub our noses in it. Don't you believe in science? Don't you believe in science? Well, when science has been done, perhaps I might give it some floor space, some airtime. But what's this here? Influenza virus is believed to be transmitted predominantly by respiratory droplets. Well, I'm sorry. There should be a citation. It should say influenza virus is transmitted by respiratory droplets. And then there should be a little number next to it, like a number one or a number two. You scroll down to the notes at the bottom of the page and it will say number one or number two next to it. And it will cite the study that categorically proves that influenza virus is transmitted from human to human by respiratory droplets. That is science. That's real science. That is a medical study. Belief. Belief belongs in church, not in science. That's what they say. That's what the scientists say. It's disgraceful. I couldn't believe what I was reading. Influenza virus is believed to be transmitted predominantly by respiratory droplets, but the size distribution of particles responsible for transmission remains unclear. The size distribution of particles responsible for transmission remains unclear. And in particular, there is a lack of consensus. Oh dear, I thought science was settled. There is a lack of consensus on the role of fine particle aerosols in transmission. You listen to me, lady. You believe that this is how viruses are transmitted. You don't know. You don't have evidence of this. And we've known this for a long, long time. I only found this out in May 2020. I had no suspicions, actually, about viruses before then. I wasn't aware of anything like terrain theory, for example. Why did I believe germ theory? I didn't know anything else. I hadn't even looked into that. I didn't think they would lie about something as big as viruses. I know better now. It's totally sick, isn't it? People's health, people's lives at stake. And they've just lied about it. <laughs> they say they've done science. They haven't done any science at all. You lying liars of lies. You've proven nothing. Anyway, these studies about masks and long story short, they don't work. Surprise, surprise. So we knew this. The meta-analysis that was done by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different doctors University of Hong Kong, Hong Kong, China. So University of Hong Kong, Hong Kong and China, I should say, I beg your pardon. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip, wasn't it? Terrible. We've known it. We've known it all this time. They're the doctors who wrote this meta-analysis. They did the study. They wrote the paper. And basically, there's no point using PPE in the community. It doesn't work. And most of it's to do with sheeple tars, like not being able to wear them properly anyway, and things like that. But if you go back right to the beginning, they're saying that viruses are believed to be transmitted predominantly by respiratory droplets. It's a belief. They have never proven it. And obviously, Marvelous Marvin is on the case. And I'm so thrilled because I was losing my mind in May 20 because I sent this particular study. I read it at the time. I sent this particular study to everybody I could think of in the alt media. And um, at the time, I sent it in DMs to anybody who was I was following and they were following me on Twitter. 
I sent it to some people who weren't following me on Twitter in their DMs and it was just roundly ignored. Nobody even got back to me on it. And I didn't, I couldn't, why? Why wouldn't you want to talk about that? It's huge news that they don't even know how viruses are transmitted. They believe it's done this way via droplets from human to human. Well, that's a nice little belief, but we have to have a thing called proof in science. That's kind of what the scientific method is all about. But it's about honesty, isn't it? Honesty, honesty, honesty. These people have no integrity, no integrity. They are dishonest and they are dishonest with themselves first. This has to stop. This really, really has to stop. I'm just so, so fed up of it. At this stage of the game, how people can still be believing this died suddenly and unexpectedly. It's completely... How stupid are you? Selfish, lazy, arrogant, conceited. I don't have enough words at this point, so I'll probably have to stop there before I get myself in real trouble. I just don't understand why we can't have a proper conversation about virology. If we live in a liberal Western democracy, as most of the sheepletards claim we do, I personally have my doubts about that. But if we do, then why can't we talk about this? This is their own science. I didn't write this damn study. I never even wanted to read one. I'm a mathematics teacher. I've got enough problems. I've got my own papers to read about educational practice and educational theory. I, I shouldn't be doing their job as well. Where are all these doctors? Don't be falling for them now. All these little creatures, I nearly said a really bad word then, all of these creatures that are creeping and crawling out of the woodwork now, these doctors to denounce this and, oh, we've made mistakes. Nonsense. How dare you? Oh, I was taken in. I took a couple, I took a couple of those shots, but um, no, no, I was mistaken and I want to turn it all over now. Oh, I want to help people. Shut up. Shut up. Why was I reading the studies that you should have been reading, doctor? Hey, why was I having to do it? Why weren't you doing your job? You've killed people. If you're a doctor, if you're a doctor, GP, someone who's been involved in this jab, any doctor, any doctor, doesn't matter whether you're into virology or not, you could have read this study and you could have done something about it. You're in a position of responsibility and authority in healthcare. What can I do? I'm a mathematics teacher. Yeah, and I'm the one who's been called everything under the sun. I'm the one who's been attacked, had my bank accounts done over, had my emails tampered with. I'm the one who's had my Twitter account strangled for almost a year now. Almost a year, my Twitter's worked awfully, complete garbage. Why, 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 why? Because some people are telling the truth, the whole truth. And the rest of you are lying scum. Lying, lying scum. And worst of all, you're lying to yourselves. God help you when the sheep will eventually find this out. You best be hoping that they don't figure it out for at least another decade, because otherwise you're toast, aren't you? And do you know what's really sad? It's people like me who will be trying to stop the sheeple from hanging you from lampposts. It'll be people like me who are trying to stop the violence. And yet the way you've behaved, not only towards me, but the dishonesty, absolutely revolting. You are repulsive creatures. Shame, shame, and more shame on you. I don't want to leave my podcast on that note. So I will once more cheer for the marvellous Marvin. Thank you, Marvin Harbalant. You are a real hero. What a gentleman. I do hope you get a chance to listen to him speak. I will endeavour to get him on, but he's very, very busy. So please don't hold me to that. It's quite, probably quite hard for me to get hold of him. But if I can, I promise you I will. But please go and listen to him. He's very well spoken, extremely articulate. His English is excellent. And what a wonderful job. He's now helping people all over Germany 
get their fines rescinded. And he pointed out that 100,000 euros worth of fines, 100,000 euros worth of fines have gone out for this mask nonsense that he got his overturned on. So can you imagine the problems that the German government is going to have if they have to pay all of that back? They're just hoping that enough sheeple don't find out about it. So who's complicit then? Who is complicit with the government misleading their people so they don't have to pay the money back? You got it in one. The lying scum, fake news media, the MSM. They really are the gutter press, all of them. Disgusting. Absolutely repulsive. I better stop because I, I, <laughs> there'll be lots more exclusives and it's probably far too early on a Sunday morning for that sort of thing. So I do apologise for my some of my rage. If the language was a little dicey for children this morning, I do apologise for that. But I don't apologise for my passion, not one spot. If you've been sitting where I've been sitting these last three years, I'm sure you would feel it too. And I know there are people out there listening who have been through the same, if not worse. And power to you because you must have been bang over target as well. That's where you get the flack, ladies and gentlemen, when you are bang over the target. Message of the week then, dishonesty. Stop being dishonest. And dishonesty starts at home. It starts with you being dishonest with yourself. Stop being honest with yourself. Be like Marvelous Marvin. Stop being a sheeple tard. Stop putting your children in the indoctrination centres. Indoctrination centres, the schools in the UK, are telling your children that the BBC is a trusted source. After what I've just read to you this morning, would you call the BBC a trusted source? Be honest. Be honest. If someone dies of natural causes, they die because they are ill or old, rather than because of an accident or violence. Well, if that's the case, then how come we don't know what this gentleman died of? He wasn't old, he was 46. This S Club 7 star, this British pop star. Yeah? What is that? What is that about? He isn't old, and therefore he must have been ill. Well, if he was ill, what was he ill with? You die of something. Illnesses have names, lady. Lying, lying, liars of lies. The indoctrination centres, the schools, all of them are teaching your children that the BBC is the truth. Get your children out of these indoctrination centres. That is the very definition of mass non-compliance. It's legal. It's extremely good fun. You will have a better education because of it. They will have a better education because of it. And you will have a better relationship with your own children because of it. Schools are driving a wedge between you and your children and you can't even see it. The schools make out that you're stupid, that you're antiquated. In fact, they don't even use words like that. They'll just say dinosaur or old or ancient or outdated or things like racist, transphobic, sexist. These are the labels. These are the slurs that get tossed the way of parents in schools. I know. I was a teacher. I was there. You have a bond with the children in your care and those children are learning from you and learning's exciting. It should be anyway. And when you're excited by somebody, when there's a particular teacher that you enjoy learning from, you listen to them. You listen to them too much. You might listen to them about things that they don't even know what they're talking about. And these teachers are so young and so inexperienced and so lazy these days. Stu I don't mean lazy like they don't fill in the register. They've got plenty of bureaucratic crap to do, but they are intellectually lazy and dishonest, dishonest with themselves. And they're there with your children and they're telling your children things that are not to do with mathematics, for example, things about Russia and Ukraine. They're telling your children things about trans. They're telling your children all kinds of stuff that just isn't true and at very least needs to be debated properly and with arguments from both sides. 
That's not happening. They're lying to your children. They're teaching your children that BBC knows best, government knows best. It's disgusting. It has to stop. For goodness sake, rescue your children. Rescue, rescue, rescue your children. Because as ever, I say this nearly every time, the government gets its power, the state, the government, whatever you want to call them, they get their power from schooling, from indoctrinating your children. The people, the real people, the only way we can get power is to educate them ourselves at home properly. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. Take back your individual sovereignty and that of your family. Visit sarahplumley.substack.com and subscribe for free to stay up to speed with all things education, not indoctrination.